Do you live in the middle of nowhere and feel separated from the church? Yeah, that's me. Or do you think the church is out of touch? Absolutely. Then this podcast is for you. Coming to you from the Diocese of Sioux City. What? Where the hell is Sioux City? Welcome to Outcast Catholic with your hosts, Father Sheen Demon and Father Travis Crotty. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Outcast Catholic. I'm Father Travis Crowdy. And I'm Father Shane Demon. And Father Shane, you've been busy. I have been. <laughs> I mean, I've been getting comfortable in Sioux City here, but you've been kind of like running on fumes, huh? I am running on fumes. Well, soon and very soon, you're departing for St. Louis. Soon, yes. Or like very soon. Very soon. Um, you'll be there by the time this comes out. Yes, actually, when the day this comes out, we I will be driving to St. Louis that day. So the days are ticking down here. You can listen to it on the drive. I will and have fond memories. I'll tune in of and like face to face recordings yes. because who knows how? I mean, the next time, yes, I know we are getting to the end of our days of uh, in person until I'm home for holidays and yeah, summer until break. Until I come to Kenrick to until you out. visit with your eighteen prospective candidates. Absolutely. Um, <laughs> there it is, Father Taylor. Just calm yourself. Just yeah, calm it's yourself. Be fine. He said, "Absolutely, relax. It's going to be all right." Um, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna very soon start recording remotely from one another, and we've kind of worked out some of those sound issues. So hopefully, the listeners don't even notice that we're not in the same room. It's just smooth, and hopefully, we you can know. keep keep the spice so that it's, you know it's not dead. Just my dry sarcasm and all of that. We gotta keep. That. Yeah, <laughs> we gotta keep it. Um, speaking of needing to relax, um, well, I think if you turn your volume off on your computer, Father Shane. Is that bothering you? It's well, it's dinging every time. Oh, the hues is dinging. Your many texts are coming in. Yes. Speaking of needing to relax, I've needed to relax because something traumatic has happened in my life. You have experienced trauma. Our, our listeners need to hear. They right? need to hear it. They are curious to hear. And this is, I mean, this is more traumatic than Brandy and Kalua dying. This is more <laughs> traumatic than peeing your pants in first grade or whatever happened. I know that, that did happen to me. Um, everybody has been along for the ride, if you will, uh, the proverbial Good ride pun. on the moped. Good pun, Father. And. I mean, they have really been here since day one, since I started talking about it. And from talking about it, Larry Frecking gave me the moped. And right. from having it in Lamar's and moved to Sioux City. And it's been an adventure. And people right? wanted to know, did you bring it to Sioux City? They wanted to know. They've heard about when the moped died and I had to get, and then the battery's been dead. It's, it's been a whole thing. It's right? a journey. Um, what I won't embarrass is a certain friend who wrecked the moped um, recently. We, we but won't, we'll, we'll leave we that, won't talk um, about that we'll friend. We'll leave that friend uh, out it of It was such a coordinated until, moment of yeah, style and grace. A lot of... A lot of energy, a lot of excitement, a lot of confidence, and then bam, crashed it. Uh-huh. I had only had the moped in town for two weeks, Father Shane, when yes. that accident occurred. With thankfully, uh, she's a tough girl, the moped, mm-hmm. and it's fine. It was it was okay. No problems, no injuries. No, and and Father David Escliano, the the pastor of whose parish I'm living in residence, mm-hmm. he he commented uh, as I had it parked outside one day that you know the neighbors of the um, of of the cathedral mm-hmm. neighborhood, uh, the near north side of Sioux City. You know, they might like that uh, yes. moped, and they, they might take that. And, you know, it is a pretty uh, transient neighborhood as you live just Very transient. Street. Your cathedral is exactly halfway in between the gospel mission and the soup kitchen and the warming shelter. Yeah, so it is prime. Lots of foot yeah, traffic. And now that the old Helan's gone, there's just yes. a big grass, I mean grass, quote unquote. Weed patch. Weed patch. <laughs> it looks a little better now. They just trimmed it. Yeah, <laughs> mowed down the jungle. sized <laughs> jungle of weeds that people just traverse through. And to be fair, um, my moped was parked behind our house. It wasn't mm-hmm. just like in the middle of the street or something. I had the key. But as you know, a moped's um, it's pretty light, pretty agile. It is. Uh, driving around these streets downtown Sioux City. And I'd been loving it. Been going to the coffee shop with it, having a great time. 
And I left it outside one night and I woke up and it was fine. So the next night I didn't want to, and you know, I have to take it all the way around the block to get because the one way to get to the, to the, uh, to the garage, it's kind of a hassle. Like okay. I just pulled around the back. Right. So I left it out a second night and I woke up and it was gone. Wow. Oh, which one? Oh, wow. man. We're, we're not wow, on it. Wow, Father. Wow, Father. Blue. There it is. <laughs> um, not on it. I got to learn those if I'm going to have this equipment. Yeah, no kidding. Seriously. This so is a sad day. Your moped was stolen. It was, it was stolen. And I tell people I felt like a genuine 51105 zip code resident in downtown Sioux City, kind of near north side, mm-hmm. uh, filing a stolen vehicle report for the first time. You became um, a real Sioux City. I really did. So I filed the report that the police officer came and. Um, did they know, laugh at you? A little bit, you know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Here's this priest in a collar complaining about a moped. This story's done. It's not done because just a week later, to be fair, this is weeks later now, two, three weeks later, and I still don't have the moped. It's it's out there, but I know it's out there. Yes. Because a week later, I was just turning a block away from our from our church, from where I live, and there was the moped with the thief riding it just a block away from my house. (laughs) And I've seen him, bald tattooed guy, and he had skateboard shoes on. So if anybody sees him riding around, and I knew right away, I saw the two things that are distinguished it as my own. Not only could I tell the, you know, the patina of of age that's on that moped from lots of crashes from the high school students who drove it in the past and the family who owned it before, but also I have the aftermarket kind of foot pegs on it. And it burns a lot of oil, so it was just like smoke out of the exhaust. I think we need a little sound clip of like the Mission Impossible, you know, yes. music. So because then what happened? I, I, I went on a high pursuit for thirty minutes trying <laughs> to track this down. But the dumb downtown CCD streets, we have one ways, right? One goes north, one goes south. Yes, there are one ways everywhere. There's one ways everywhere, and because of that, I he passed right in front of me as I was turning. He came out of an alley. I couldn't just turn and follow him. I had to turn the other direction. The time I got around the block, he had evaded my pursuit. Did he knew? Did he know that he you were pursuing him? I don't think so, because by the time I turned around the corner, he was gone. We well, made direct eye contact, and with the thief, with the thief, I did. So wow. he's out there, and he left the plates on. So Ooh, the police have the number. That takes guts. I know it's gutsy, and somehow without a key, I guess you can start a moped. So it wouldn't not, it wouldn't be hard to wire that, but it's interesting that he he keeps the plates on in a gutsy move. And then tries to kind of go low key by taking all the back alleys of downtown Sioux yeah, City. Yeah, kind of a taunt, I think. You know, huh. a block away from where he stole it. Maybe he's taunting you. Maybe he knows that you know he has it. And to be fair, maybe some people are out there are thinking, you know, Father, maybe this actually was God's providential move, so that you don't have to have this silly moped and get your and brain Father splattered Shane, you know, on I, the I curb someday. Too, and I was wearing a helmet. I wonder too. You know, you of all people have probably kind of made the most fun of the moped. You've kind of like. Yeah, you're just nodding in Pretty agreement. Much, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I wonder if you actually hired this this thief as kind of a hitman. Wow. to take it out because you, you saw me out. because now you can see it from the alley, and you probably would pull and you'd be like that that idiot priest. You called me out, and just your last little like move before you left you, for St. Louis was that you just you're like get that moped out. You of there. you figured it out, father. You've you got figured it. it out. I hired a hitman <laughs> to steal your moped. So that you would be safe and it wouldn't look ridiculous riding around. Because you have had nothing else to do in the past. I really haven't. That was my (laughs) amusement. I thought, how could I swipe this moped all summer? And then how could I taunt him by keeping it within the same neighborhood that where he lives? (laughs) If only that was true, but friends, it's not. So if you are in the Sioux City metro area, Siouxland area, the greater Siouxland area, and you see a 2005 Yamaha Zumo with aftermarket little pegs on the side burning a lot of oil, 
Tell him to give it back to the I priest. have to believe the officer looked at you with the eye when you fi- filed this report <laughs> and just said, Father, this is not worth the taxpayer's oh, time for man. me to go track this down. Absolutely it is. I would say this, though. Claudia, the housekeeper at the cathedral, is very upset that the police have not returned my moto. Oh. So she's on my side. Can I, I just, <laughs> for, for your benefit and for the benefit of the people of God, can I just put a pu- public uh, statement out there that sure. in talking about this and in the banter of this, we are not asking any of our listeners to buy you a no, new moped. No, no, no. Let's be very clear about that, people. We don't want a moped. I'm kind of happy it's stolen. <laughs> <laughs> now, Father Shane, you use the royal we in that situation, assuming that I'm just kind of included in that. It's um, an inclusive communitarian we. I will let you say that, and then I will sometime make my own public statement about the desire of moped on my heart. Fine. Regardless, we're not here just to talk about the moped. But friends, For all of our listeners who don't like it. our banter, we will now get into the real topic of conversation Because today. we only have 20-minute podcast someone's dying We're on the treadmill listening to this right now done. and they're no, waiting for us to get to the real dying content. laughing is what you're talking about That's yeah they're, they're laughing because you got your moped stolen and they fell off the treadmill oh man father shane we <laughs> both went on a steubenville conference this summer we did we had and our hands was, in the air and we were praising my hands in the air just don't care and i was planning to go to two and then i ended up going to the young adult conference instead here in the diocese which was good that's because you haven't learned to bilocate. That's the goal. That's I, the I next, think you have. No, that that's that's sense. the next role in your growth of holiness, to, to be at multiple youth <laughs> events at the same yeah, time. Yeah, to be at multiple Steubenvilles at the exact same time yes. or, or youth events. Anyways. You've gone to a number of Steubenvilles. I have. Um, we went to one when I was in high school. You were there. I remember that. That was one of the first ones you probably went to. And you've been kind of a pioneer in kind of bringing students, especially from Bishop Healing Catholic High School in different areas together. Father Bame took them first, and then I've been continuing that. But I've been about on. I've been about twelve of them. Yeah, yeah. So you've had a lot of experiences. We were speaking the other day in kind of a debrief after Steubenville, mm-hmm. um, uh, as you're handing over the reins to Healing Ministry, and we were talking a lot about the hypiness or the kind of you know retreat high experience that often comes mm-hmm. after retreats. Um, and I was thinking that too because a lot of high school students in our diocese and around the Midwest go to Steubenville Youth Conferences. And for those who don't know, these are large conferences for high school students that are still in some ways kind of sponsored by Franciscan University. They are. In Steubenville, Ohio, that then are then then um, are sponsored and run by various Yeah, they're franchised across North America. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. run by the Office of Youth Ministry of various archdioceses and dioceses across the country. Right. And there's probably, what, like 10 or 12 conferences? Well, right before the COVID, we were probably up to 25 Really? Um, there's a lot all over the country, and Canada has several as well. Yeah, so it's wonderful. Yeah, uh, the one that we often go to that we have in the past, Springfield, uh, Missouri, hosted by America, St. Louis. Yeah, I'm in America, which was great reunion to see all of my St. Louis friends. Um, Four thousand high school students, so it's a, it's a wonderful experience. There's a lot of uh, beautiful praise and worship music, um, big masses, big talks, nationally known speakers, the culmination, lots of adoration. Yeah, the culmination of Saturday night with a large Eucharistic procession around the arena, which is exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been thinking about that a lot recently because so many students and so many adults as chaperones, they come back from a Steubenville conference or they come back from SEEK conference that Focus hosts around January often. And there's this recognition that what just happened at that conference was good, that our students or chaperones themselves encounter the Lord in a new way, and they want to continue to live in that way, to live in this new glory that they found um, in the Eucharist and the Sacrament of Reconciliation and all these different kind of facets of the church that have been brought together in this conference. But often they're met with a, maybe a despair um, or a struggle when they see that, okay, we don't have 
a big giant light show um, at our parishes. We don't have adoration sometimes in our parishes. Mm-hmm. We definitely don't funny have speakers. Funny speakers, yeah, really engaging youth ministers. Um, if if we have a youth minister at all, um, we we lack a lot of these things. Mm-hmm. So there can be this struggle that says we need to perpetuate the Steubenville experience as much as forever. possible, forever, forever. But that's not possible. So then, what we often see with our students is that. They get really jacked for about a couple weeks in the summer, kind of get back into the grind of school once it starts in the fall. And then they need Steubenville again, right? They need a big conference experience the next summer, but it almost becomes the culmination of the summer rather than kind of like a preparation for the rest of the year. Mm-hmm. Any thoughts on your experience about that kind of retreat hire, that desire to replicate it throughout the year? Absolutely. I, I think um, it definitely, going on retreat, you know, whether that's for adults, going on a, just a local weekend retreat, Maybe you have in your community a monastery that you like to go visit and take a few quiet days of recollection. Maybe the youth are going to a Steubenville conference, college students are going to seek in the winter, whatever it is. Every time you're going to go on a, on a retreat, um, I, I wouldn't look at that as the culmination of like, my faith has now brought me to the summit and pinnacle of this experience, and I will, I will levitate with God, and I will never be the same. I mean, I, I think the whole point of retreat is actually just to sit, step back from the, the busyness of our daily lives and recharge the batteries. Yeah. But the point of recharging is not to always stay in the moment of recharging. Mm. The experience of recharging shouldn't be like this emotional, uh, coveted thing that we always have to keep replicating. Mm. You recharge the batteries in order to go back out into kind of your daily life. And for some people, that might feel like it's trench warfare. You know, but going back out into your daily life, the the ups and downs of daily living, the challenges and the monotony of daily living, um, but also allowing the Lord to find you in the in the big and the small graces of the day, all of that's possible because you've recharged your batteries on retreat mm-hmm. or at a Steubenville conference or some sort of engagement uh, for your ongoing faith formation. Yeah, and as we record this, um, the Feast of the Transfiguration is coming up in a couple days um, that will be in the midst of Quavadis for that, our discernment retreat. And that the kind of typical thing that's talked about after retreats is like this mountaintop moment that St. Peter experiences and articulates in his confusion of, Lord, it's good we're here. Let's make these three tents so that we can stay on this mountaintop moment and extend the experience of retreat. Um, but that's not possible as we've seen the gospel and they have to return. They have to come back down to the mountain. They have to live the rest of the life. They have to go through the suffering of the passion to get back to that glory that was prefigured in that kind of revelation on Mount Tabor. Mm-hmm. A friend who recently got back from a retreat just offered um, a beautiful um, encouragement and invitation and kind of correction that came from his spiritual director while on retreat. And I've been thinking about it a lot. It got brought into a talk on prayer uh, at the Made for Greatness conference that I was at. And I just want to, I think, focus in on that, reflect on it for a few minutes in response to so many people's retreat high experiences, Steubenville experiences from this summer. Uh, The priest uh, retreat director, uh, spiritual director, made the comment, the only thing you need to do in prayer is to be honest and consistent. Mm. Honesty and consistency, right? And you were just talking about retreat as a moment of recharge, right? A moment of beginning again. But as we just had our priest retreat, our presbyterate priest retreat in the diocese, I felt that it's a moment of honesty and consistency to return to 
a life that is honest in front of the Lord, in front of myself, in front of others, and a life that's consistent mm-hmm. with my sleep, with my prayer, with my relationships with others, with my uh, the rhythm of my life, right? And I, what's exciting about that is those are highlighted and those are kind of given a, a place to grow and flourish in moments of retreat, whether um, a silent retreat, priest retreat, a Steubenville conference, any kind of, of stepping away to grow in our faith. But that honesty and consistency that is kind of highlighted there and flourishes there, well, that can grow, right? We can't replicate um, a Steubenville conference experience of light shows and you know, smoke machines and incredible nationally renowned speakers every day. But what we can replicate, we can live out, is the honesty and consistency that's present. Mm-hmm. So many students at a Steubenville conference, the talks are honest and authentic. Mm-hmm. Their encounter with the sacraments and confession, maybe for the first time in their life, is honest. And it's consistent because the whole weekend is filled with the Lord. It's constantly, you're talking about Jesus. You're constantly focusing in on him. Um, that just seems like we can bring that from retreat and allow these moments of retreat conferences from the summer um, or just the summer itself from vacation or kind of stepping away from the, the grind of work, the grind of school, maybe taking vacation with family, to begin a moment of beginning again and stepping into honesty and consistency in our life and our prayer. Right. As you've been talking and using this phrase, honesty, what's coming to mind is the uh, just the word vulnerability. And I look at the youth who have been uh, at these Steubenville conferences these teenagers, perhaps going to confession for the first time after a long time, uh, deeply opening up their hearts in adoration and just allowing their thoughts and emotions to flow directly from the heart to the Lord, mm. they encounter him in that vulnerability. And when so many teens say, oh, I just love adoration at Steubenville, it's wonderful, I don't think it's so powerful just because we have a professional praise and worship band. And I don't think it's powerful just because we have like, laser spotlights, you know, shining on a very bright monstrance, yeah. you know, I think so many of them, I mean, I had guys telling me that they were tearing up in adoration on Saturday night, which is one of the great highlights of the whole conference. I, I don't think they were tearing up just because of music. You know what I'm saying? I think they were tearing up because they allowed themselves to be honest with the Lord and enter into a state of vulnerability to really share what's on their heart and just to simply re- receive the Lord's divine presence in their midst. And they allowed God to be honest and consistent with them. I think yes. that's the beauty of recognizing that it's not just about us, Bishop Herman, and, uh, that you'll meet in St. Louis. He always says that willpower Christianity just doesn't work. Kind of the Pelagianism that St. Augustine preached against, that mm-hmm. we're not just working out our own salvation here. God is being honest with us. He is consistently loving us. And to watch these students so often at these moments of retreat and ourselves on retreat is so often I'm honest with myself, which actually opens me up to God's honesty, that he's constantly loving me, that he's calling me into a deeper relationship with himself. Mm -hmm. Um, That's what you get to witness when students realize, wait, that's Jesus. And if that's Jesus, he's pouring himself out right now. Mm -hmm. And it gives me a space to actually open myself up. Right. Um, so for those of you who've gone on retreat this summer, maybe your children went to Steubenville or maybe you went to a Steubenville conference yourself, or maybe you had the opportunity to step back, um, with vacation, with time away from the kind of grind to, to really open up and be honest with what do I need, right? There's so much focus on need for self care these days. Okay. Stepping back from just the grind of, um, maybe kids activities and sports and all these different things that kind of take our time and attention Maybe there has been moments of honesty and consistency, but those don't have to stay on the mountaintop of Mount Tabor 
at that vacation or at the lake or on retreat or at the Steubenville conference, this can be an invitation to something deeper that can happen every day. Mm-hmm. That we can approach the Lord in simplicity <laughs> without a laser show. I mean, mm-hmm. maybe if you got <laughs> a disco ball in your house or something, mm-hmm. but we can approach the Lord in simplicity and honesty and say, where am I at in my life? Where do I need God's love? And where is God? And how is he trying to reveal himself to me? Good thoughts, Father. Yeah, Honesty and consistency. consistency. Let's keep those in our minds, folks, as we continue with our prayer. And thanks for joining us today. Father, always good to be with you. And if you see my moped, please let me know. Thank you. God bless. Thanks for tuning in. Send your questions and comments to outcastcatholic at gmail.com. Catch you next time, and God bless.